Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tax Byte podcast series. In this episode of the Tax Byte podcast series, I'm happy to welcome two of my uh, fellow uh, colleagues to talk about the challenges that businesses will have in the next six to six months to one year. I'm Peter de Ree, and I'm happy that you tune in for my podcast series. Today, I have with me Matthias Reintjes. Matthias is our consulting lead, and he has a lot of interactions with businesses. So um, I'm very interested to hear from Matthias what businesses are, are opposed to and, and, and face as challenges. And in addition, I have Patrick Boon with me. Patrick is our managing partner for tax and legal services, and I'm yeah, obviously interested to hear what all of this can mean from a tax policy perspective. So let's use the time we have. Uh, Matthias, let me start with you. Um, if we look at uh, the world, a lot is changing. You have a lot of interactions with, with businesses. So I'm, I'm interested to hear from you in those interactions, what businesses find the most uh, challenging uh, uh, developments for them. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Peter. Um, if we look over the last few years, and it was also clear in, 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 in the service we typically do, one of the main topics was the, 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 the challenge was the labor market. The war for talent, as it's called, uh, which has been already there for two, three years. But especially now, after the, the, the pandemic, we see that with the great resignation, uh, especially in the US, but also in quite some uh, European countries, countries, that we see an additional uh, shortage in, the, in, in, in some areas, uh, some industries, uh, and, and some specific, uh, let's say, competencies. Um, this was already there for two, three years, we say. On top of that, especially since the beginning of this year, we added to that the, 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 the scarcity of raw materials um, and, uh, and also especially the energy costs uh, rising since the situation in, the, in Ukraine, um, which has caused uh, for quite some uh, industries a huge uh, additional cost, uh, but also difficulties in getting the right raw materials uh, going from uh, from, from uh, grains in, in, in the food industry to uh, IT components in, 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 uh, in, in industrial manufacturing type of industries. So all these uh, scarcities adding to each other, giving an additional complexity in the, the supply chain. The next level that we see, which is even, of course, caused by the two previous ones, is then the whole inflation. And so on, on top of the let's say, the energy crisis and on top of the, the, the geopolitical situation, we see an increase in prices over the last uh, months. And this has been, especially in Europe, uh, an important uh, uh, topic. Um, of course, we, we see that also the European uh, and, and national banks are trying to keep the inflation under control. But of course, we see this as a, as a quite a threatening situation for the economy to come to a, a, a pause. The fourth element that we see is, of course, the, the, the final, uh, let's say, uh, global shift in, uh, in powers. Uh, looking for, for China, for instance, where we have seen that there is the uh, estate, real estate market, uh, which has indeed given an, uh, a huge uh, crisis, uh, of created a huge crisis on this one, uh, but also closer to home, if you look to the, the British economy, where you see that uh, on top of the, 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 the general situation, they're already in bad weather. On top of that, we see the inflation, the unemployment. And of course, if one country gets into, uh, let's say, difficulties, this has an effect on all others. This comes down to, for me indeed, that we will need a very strong leadership team, uh, leadership uh, skills in the coming uh, years. 
uh, and not only at individual, uh, let's say, company level or industry level, but even more so at uh, uh, country level. Uh, that's what we will need to bring us and, uh, and guide us through this uh, difficult weather. Yeah, thanks, Matthias. And let me first pick in on, on, on that strong leadership at country level, because, of course, countries are seeing the devastating effects on their economy and their businesses. They want to intervene. They come out of a pandemic, which already depleted a lot of uh, public finances, uh, I think. So then, Patrick, we, we have to talk about taxes. So, so my question for you is basically, uh, what do you see there? Are countries reacting to this? How are they reacting to, to the situation? Well, I think, Peter, you're right. Eh? So again, taxes are coming on the forefront uh, of the discussion because um, if you look at it, and it's a bit similar to what we have seen uh, in the uh, COVID pandemic, but even also in the 2008 financial crisis, um, tax policy, um, if it is now to, to fuel the redistribution debate or the fairness debate or uh, to nudge certain behavior uh, towards um, more, um, yeah, greenification of the economy, if I can put it like that. This is again something that we are seeing uh, coming up uh, very heavily. Of course, these are typically measures that are going to be relevant for the midterm and the long term. Um, in the meantime, of course, uh, governments need to intervene uh, today, and I think that is. Uh, what we are seeing in a number of uh, countries, uh, people may have seen the initiatives in the UK, uh, but also in other countries, for example, in our territory, Peter, uh, Belgium, where the uh, budgeted, uh, budget discussions uh, have been finalized, um, where there is, of course, a reality check between um, the support that can be given uh, via a reduction of uh, taxes, typically not corporate tax, but then more the indirect taxes. Uh, um, and on the other hand, the financial means that are available. And that is definitely a tension um, that is uh, yeah, increasing. Um, and you are seeing that certain initiatives that are being introduced or that are being announced uh, rather, uh, make it a bit more difficult than reality to, to make it happen because the financial means are not there. And what you are seeing from a policy perspective, and that it's there a bit that, again, the question is in terms of um, strong leadership, um, at what level you are looking at that? Because um, I think it's, it's, it's undoubtedly the case that we will see um, tax competition uh, between uh, different countries. Um, or even member states in a European context um, is likely to also again increase. Um, I think in the the next few uh, sessions we will touch upon more the global tax reform and other measures. Well, I think this is one of the the areas where um, we'll need to see whether this indeed doesn't um, get a, 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 a yeah an, a, a different tone in the context that of course uh, governments need uh, to balance uh, their budget. So a lot is, I think, uh, coming. Um, but on the other hand, uh, there's also realis uh, yeah, a realistic uh, view that the governments uh, need to take and are uh, increasingly taking of what is possible, uh, what measures are available uh, to basically redistribute um, and to indeed share 
uh, the pain of the crisis in an equitable manner. Yeah, thanks, Patrick, for that. So, yeah, I agree with you. Eh? So, so countries do what they can. They should take responsibility where they can to 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 take the biggest shocks uh, and 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 to provide support. But of course, they will not be able to solve everything. And and I think businesses will realize that they have a lot of tools themselves to 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 transition and to transform themselves to be better uh, ready for the challenges. And and what else? This must be something that you also notice uh, when interacting with different companies. Yes, definitely, indeed, uh, Peter. And as Patrick was mentioning, you have the, the government, but indeed, is also uh, the companies uh, individually that will need to reinvent or at least uh, transform themselves. And, and, and you can do that in, in at, uh, let's say, revising the supply chains. I already mentioned the fact that there is quite some uh, supply chain channels and in, 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 uh, uh, whether it's raw materials um, uh, um, or energy or uh, uh, distribution flows, whatever. Uh, but of course, I mean, uh, that can be reviewed. But in some cases, we even see even, uh, reviews of the full business models. I mean, try to find new opportunities, new ways of, 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 of creating value to the markets or even creating new markets as such. So that's really the business transformation where I see that there is a, a big need. Uh, a second topic that I see is the whole... Um, let's say, workforce transformation. How we mentioned the, 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 the challenge uh, in, uh, in the talent for war. Uh, of course, by now having this, quite uh, some companies are already digitized already, at least in, in the collaboration. And I think it's also, how can you cope with it? How can you cope with that with the global labor market? Uh, there is a quite some challenge of, of what we call uh, work from anywhere, uh, work at any, at any time. Uh, so really, how can you transform this workforce uh, using to the maximum extent, let's say, the, 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 the great talent all over the world in, in the best uh, optimal way in, in, in your, in your uh, individual companies? Um, but of course, that's the second. But of course, I talked about digitalization, I think typically for collaboration. But it's also really the digitalization of the individual companies, of the, the full end-to-end -end, uh, flows in, 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 in a company. Uh, whether it's the supply chain, the financial flows, and so on. Uh, coming on top of that is the full, uh, quite some companies doing ERP, uh, uh, say, upgrades or, or implementations. So that whole digitalization in, let's say, specific uh, uh, tools or, 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 um, or processes on top of the ERP implementations, I think will also give an additional challenge to prepare not only for the next, let's say, few months, but really for the next few years. Uh, and the, the last layer that I see, which we had started, um, let's say uh, two, three years ago, uh, started really to see some uh, uh, traction, was all about ESG. Uh, I'm not sure where we'll, no, where this will go, of course, because in some areas we'll see there might be even uh, a little bit of cooling down. However, in some other areas we see let's, an, uh, an acceleration because very often, uh, quite of the activities or the the, the, the the plans that were made in the in the area of ESG uh, can also go hand in hand with, with the economical uh, optimization. Uh, so when we talked about energy at the beginning, I mean, of course, if you can reduce energy, it's an ESG topic, but it's as well a cost topic. So really, how can we for, uh, reform that? How can we really go to the next uh, level of sustainable uh, uh, business? Uh, and of course, this is all also let's say, uh, encouraged by um, some legislation in the, in the European Union. 
Okay, thanks, Matthias. So businesses are doing uh, important steps to to transition uh, to this kind of new challenges, new kind of economy. Um, so, Patrick, when we see businesses becoming digital, changing supply chains, um, uh, stepping up uh, environmental uh, efforts, uh, then then I guess also at that level there must be some opportunities or challenges from a tax perspective, uh, right? That's right, yeah. um, and I think there are many, but maybe. To, to focus on, on on the three main ones, I see to also pick uh, a bit on the storyline uh, of Matthias. I think the first one is is the, the broader debate of the business transformations. This is clearly something that we are seeing. Um, many of those transformations have to do with the supply chain, trying to become uh, less uh, dependent on global structures, maybe more on regional or even on, on, on local ones, which of course has an impact on where value uh, is created. Um, so how then profit uh, is being uh, distributed uh, uh, within groups. Um, but it also has to do, of course, with the flows. Eh? Product flows may be different. Service flows may be different. But specifically, of course, with product flows, uh, we all know the, the, the fact that some will trigger uh, excise duties. Um, um, there's also the entire debate in terms of uh, sanctions. Uh, where can you source products from? Um, how does that relate in an overall uh, um, risk management uh, perspective and so on? So these are clearly things that are starting from an operational perspective because it's not tax that drives this, but it's clearly something that if you look at it in, in detail, it, Every single transformation has tax or legal uh, ramifications that need to be looked at. So I think this is clearly something that is important. Um, it's maybe again something that is uh, rather uh, relevant for the midterm rather than the, the ad hoc. But even today, we are seeing, of course, that supply chains are being interrupted and that alternatives need to be looked at. And so it's not a question of then we'll deal with um, getting the product uh, where it has to be and then uh afterwards we will deal with the tax ramifications if you get it wrong your products can also be stuck somewhere so i think it's something that is also um for the the day-to-day -day stuff uh so the crisis management aspect key so that's i think business transformations definitely something that is not only at the horizon but is definitely already today uh today uh there the second one has to do with a, with with the the hr uh, components um it's something that, that we have seen already increasing uh, significantly uh, as a result uh, of uh, uh, COVID, where, of course, the debate around working from anywhere, virtual working, and so on, has uh, gotten uh, far more attention than, than ever before. And we are seeing that this is, is, is basically, this, this trend is continuing. Um, but it's something that, of course, is, is complicated from a tax perspective often not to understand what is happening, but to basically fit that new way of working into the current uh, regulatory context. The tax treaties in terms of how do you determine when someone is taxed uh, in a certain country or when a company is deemed to have a permanent uh, establishment or in other words, a taxable presence in a certain jurisdictions is completely out of date. It is not uh, created uh, at the uh, at uh, well, historically for the current situations. And of course, there are many debates that are currently taking place as to how we need to 
redraft that. But um, this is clearly something that, in my view, is 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 a, should be a top priority um, because it could uh, block uh, businesses also at at a certain moment in time. Because as I, as I said, it's something that is there. But it's also if you look at the war for talent, it is also something that will not go away. So it's 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 a fundamental change. The rules need to be adapted and the rules need to be pragmatic. They need to be uh, business-like. That is, I think, a second uh, key uh, aspect I see. A third aspect has to do um, with what I would call financing and treasury. Um, because, of course, we, we, we have seen uh, years where um, money was virtually for free. Um, this is changing. We're also seeing inflation uh, picking up. So it's many companies are looking at that um and again that is that's important uh from a treasury perspective but a lot of those refinancing uh, um, situations um or uh stressed or de-stressed uh, uh m a activities will automatically also have tax and legal consequences so at there again uh, peter if you're referring to what what do we see as being a, a topic Financing is definitely also uh, one that that is on the table. Um, again, not new. We've seen that already in the past, but it's been a while huh? because, again, we've lived probably in a bit of an artificial world uh, with the interest that we had, uh, with the low inflation that we had. This, of course, is now fundamentally changing and, and companies need to adapt. Yeah, thanks, Patrick, for sharing that. I, of course, fully agree with you and, and you, you touch on a lot of interesting topics. Um, what we will do is in the next weeks, because this is what we have time for today, uh, but in the next weeks we will touch on each of those specific topics in a bit more detail. Let's say by year-end we will try to, to cover them all. I wrote down uh, business transformation, working from anywhere, financing, HR, so we will, um, with the right experts, have a discussion on, on the impact uh, that all of this will have for businesses and this will happen in the next few weeks so with that that's a warm uh, invite for everyone to uh, tune in on the podcast series eh, to subscribe on spotify google or apple and to not miss out any editions uh, of the podcast um that's all that we had time for, for today so matthias and patrick thank you very much for sharing that with us and the uh, audience and for the audience thank you for tuning in and hope to see you again in another podcast <laughs>